When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. No, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. Yep, it is Vikings speculation season. For any fans who checked out right after the disappointing loss to the Giants, all right, football season's over. I'm going to cleanse my palate. No. Don't bail now. Uh-uh. Don't bail now, man. This Don't. is you go you go right good. into it, right into how to fix things, make things better. You can take time off in June, fans. Not just the Vikings front office, fans. Yeah. You don't take time off now. This is you're needed right now. From now the until the draft. The day after the three day mandatory mini camp ends, you can check out for a while. Pretty good move by me then to book right uh, two vacations over the next six weeks. So I'm glad I uh, locked those in already. So good to know. Good to know. Declan's always great at looking at the sports calendar. And uh, I, I did avoid the tampering period this time. And I hope so. The, and so I'm back. The uh, Unless I'm doing it from an airport at midnight, which we could honestly, honestly do. We should be fine there. I think Vegas airports are very equipped for those type of things. But I will be back yeah. before the tampering period. Phil's got a stamp that says vacation denied. So you better check with Phil before you make these trips. It's plans. unspoken. I won't ever deny yep. it, but I'll condescend you. Let me no. look at this vacation. Yep. You can take Denied. all the vacation you want. I think April is kind of a month. Like like the, the three weeks before the draft are kind of a dormant period because we've already like fleshed out yep. all the draft stuff. And definitely like May, June, July, great vacation times. Otherwise, you never know when news might break at any time. Could happen. It'll be head on a swivel. Late May, you start. The OTAs. Is that well, the really schedule comes time? out too. Yeah. Is that really a great time to leave, Phil? You, I don't you, think you. Yeah, you really va- vac- vacations just aren't allowed. You Sorry. got July first <laughs> through July fifth, <laughs> then get your ass back. It's football season. Uh, this is a bonus episode here on a Tuesday of football. Purple Daily. We gave you reckless Vikings draft speculation with our guy Thor Nystrom, which we will do every week. Just a deep dive with one of the most. Uh, foremost draft authorities in the country, Thor Nystrom. But this is Purple Daily, presented by our friends at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals, powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. In a brief moment, I'm going to tell you why I think the Vikings should trade Daniil Hunter in the next few weeks. One of the greatest pass rushers in Vikings history. I think, I think we might fight about this, but 
I can't wait to hear it. I'm very okay. excited to hear it. Before we fight about this, why don't yep. you uh, why don't you tell the audience how to lose weight? Well, this, it's a perfect trans- transition because we're talking about how I got in fighting shape. And look at the guy on the left. He's not in fighting shape. Uh-uh. He's too chunky. The guy yeah, that on the, guy right, on the left got his ass kicked in, uh, in the, on the playground. The <laughs> exactly guy on the right, right. however, the guy <laughs> on the right, you don't want was, those hands. He he had a date to prom. He was the coolest cat, and you know what? He was much much skinnier. In fact, forty pounds down, and that is thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And yes, I said weight control centers. I did not say diet plan. I did not say fad. Most importantly, I did not say quick fix because what you are going to get is a solution that's going to help you lose weight quickly and easily and then most importantly keep that weight off that's the most important thing you'll feel great join now get the special judd offer you're saying what's that i'm telling you the judd offer mention my name and score north 50 percent off 50 percent off there's a lot a lot of people in the pd family right now that can tell you about the success that they've had since i've started talking about this program and do you know why that is because it works 50 percent off 855 go livia Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, if you want to become the latest to drop the pounds. Okay. If we're going to fight about this, let's just get into it. Reckless speculation. I think the Vikings should trade Daniil Hunter sometime in the next two months. The league year opens up in the middle of March. We're sitting here about six weeks away from it. Let's start real quick with what is Daniil Hunter? So we know what he used to be before the injuries. Let's 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 see if we can agree on sort of what he is now before we get into why I think they should trade him. So he had just despite maybe not flashing as much as we expected or putting up the gaudy sacks, he still wound up with like 10 sacks, 10 11 sacks. He had the sixth most pressures of any edge rusher in the NFL playing yes. in a totally new scheme. Yes. He had the fourth most stop tackles of any edge rusher in the NFL. A stop equals a failure for the offense. So they fail on third down or they get stuffed on second down. Uh, I mean, he still is one of the six to 10 best edge rushers in the NFL. And he, and I, he probably got better as the season went along too. I think by the end of like at the beginning of the year, Darius Smith was their best edge yeah. by the end of the year. Daniel Hunter was, do we agree that he is still, maybe he's not in the running for the best edge rusher, but he's firmly in that, next tier as one of the six to 10 edge rushers that you would uh, yes. look he to serves, have on your team. He serves a role that is very, very hard to find. And, you know, keep in mind, the Vikings have gone years without guys like this. Yep. So here's the thing. The Vikings, and I think a lot of fans, have become so obsessed with just this, like, short-term, what's right in front of your nose? How can they pull some cap magic to free up enough space to go get like a Chandon Sullivan or an aging Patrick Peterson? How do they, how do they fix the situation right now to put together a team and cobble it together to limp into the playoffs or not and get smoked by the giants or the Niners a few years ago, right? That's the mode that they've been in. And so you could very easily justify, and we did this exercise on purple daily last week, get rid of these five guys, Darius gone, Jordan Hicks gone, Eric Hendricks gone, Thielen, whatever. Here's $35, $40 million in cap space for this year. Let's push forward. Daniil Hunter is 28 years old. He's still in his prime. See what what damage you can do this year. I just don't think with a first-place schedule, with a defense that's going to be completely rebuilt, with probably some players that don't even like 
belong as starters. I don't know how you're going to patch like half your defensive starter spots, even with cap space. Um, I am more interested in what I would call the Jefferson Derisaw Hawkinson window. Those are on offense. Those are three prime guys who are among the best at their position. Jefferson, I think is the best. Derisaw is like a top five left tackle. Hawkinson's a top five pass catching tight end. They're all between the ages of 23 and 25 right now. And they're all going to be on long-term deals, assuming they don't like force their way out. Hawkinson's going to resign. You're going to get Jefferson locked up. So you have a, a window with those cornerstone pieces to your offense going forward. Yep. You might say, well, yeah, so you want to milk. Okay, then milk Daniel Hunter for the remaining years of his prime. Here's the problem. Old Macadag did some research. Like, what? What is age 28 for an edge rusher? It blew me away what I found a couple nights ago when I was looking this up. For modern edge rushers, so forget about like the Reggie Whites of the old days where you could, you could, quarterbacks weren't mobile, like the game was not as athletic. You could still be those old purple people eater defenses. Those guys were collecting yeah. sacks in their early 30s, right? Reggie White with the Packers is like 33 years old. That is not how the NFL works in 2000. 18, 19, 20, 21. The cliff for elite edge rusher play is age 28, age 29 now. it's That's the age where one of two things happens for the Daniil Hunters of the world. Number one, they completely fall off a cliff. Or number two, which is the more likely scenario, they move from the elite category to the pretty good still category, and they might be able to play for like three, four, five more years. Von Miller, Khalil Mack, J.J. Watt, DeMarcus Ware, Jared Allen, Chandler Jones. I mean, I could keep going. A list of the premier edge rushers the last 10 to 15 years in the NFL. All of these guys had their last big elite season at age 28 or 29. That's what we're looking at with Daniil here. I'm not saying he can't still play when he's 31 or 32. But in, in terms of being a dominant top six, top seven, top 10 pass rusher, it's more likely than not that he has maybe one more year left of that. Maybe two, if you're lucky. But how much do you want to gamble here? And my problem with the Vikings has been they keep running it, they keep stretching it with these veterans, run it back. Well, you could get some trade value for one of these guys a year ago, not so much anymore. At what point do you start looking further out than, you know, three months in, in front of you? Daniil Hunter could still fetch you a first-round pick, maybe a second. Uh, if you, Yeah, but your research sort of disproves that potentially because are you going to give that? Because he's going to want a long-term contract now. See, that that's where I sort of run into a problem here. He's got no guaranteed cash left. The last year of his contract in 2023, I would not call player-friendly. So I think the question becomes the team that you might trade him to, what are they going to give you? Because if he comes in and says, I want a four-year contract, I think the team's going to say no. Like, there's a very a, a small team that could, A team that could win a Super left. Bowl yeah. right now would gladly give him a four-year contract. They don't care about the last two years. If they can get a one or two years, but would if, they give a, first round if pick, the Buffalo Bills or someone could get you, you don't think a, a, a contending team would give you, let's say, a, a, a second and a third. And by the way, the Rams traded uh, a second and a third for Von Miller. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care about like his contract was up, right? It was one year and free. It was, it was a season, half, right? it was a rental player. 
Yeah, well, and that's a good, but so that's that's the dynamic that that is starting to be explored now that I find to be a really fun part of this league that previously did not exist, and and that is this: Do you keep Daniil, sign him? I don't know to a short term extension because I'm not going to if I'm the Vikings, I'm not going to give him a long term extension. And then if you're not doing well at the deadline, trade him then next season. I could like, I could get behind that. The in season trade has become look at all look at the players in the playoffs who have made an impact and were acquired at the deadline, which by the way, kudos, National Football League. This is awesome. But I mean, I could actually see a guy like Daniil and with his technique, if the Vikings aren't going great, I could see him being almost akin to a pitcher at the trade deadline in baseball. Another example. So Khalil Mack was 27 when the Bears traded for him. So they traded multiple first-round picks for Khalil Mack a few years ago. And he, he was a little younger. You know, did, He didn't miss like two seasons because of injury like Hunter did. So I'm, I'm not saying that Hunter has the same value as Khalil Mack. Um, but that was a haul. About 10 years ago, the Jets got a first-round pick for John Abraham around the same age. The, the, dude, the Vikings traded a second-round pick for Unique Ngakwe and then immediately regretted it. Yeah, you could probably get a second-round pick. Yeah. So if, if you're going to keep doing this thing where, all right, we're just going to kind of cross our fingers and hope that we can magically win a Super Bowl, and meanwhile, these, these older players, instead of getting value for them, and people yeah. might scoff at like a second or a third, but what if the Vikings like what if the Vikings last year had traded a couple of these guys? Like they didn't need Eric Kendricks this year. Their defense was would have been thirty first with or without Eric Kendricks. Could they have gotten a third round pick for Eric Kendricks off reputation a year ago? Probably. Or Harrison Smith. This defense could have finished thirty first or thirty second okay. without Harrison Smith, without Eric Kendricks, without Neil Hunter, and they would have had you know, a second, two thirds, and a fourth in draft pick compensation, and now you're ready to rock, restock the cupboards. So I just I think they should really consider if you're looking to get good young players, more good young players in the mix in the next three to five years. How do you do that, or do you just keep, or do you just ride the Daniel Hunter thing off a cliff the next two years to what win nine games against a first place schedule next year and maybe get if you make the playoffs, get bounced in the first round, like get off the ride is what I'm saying here. And Daniil Hunter would be one of your most interesting trade assets if you dangled him. And we agree with that. That's, that's the problem. They won't like a year ago. We urged them stop, stop, like rethink this. You're bringing in new people to set a new course. And yet they won't get off that ride. That's the problem here. And that's with the Wilfs. That's not with Quazy. That's not with O'Connell. The issue is this team has fallen in love far more than than they used to be, I think, has fallen in love with its veterans. Now, the one thing where, where, where your scenario might catch a break here, though, is, and we haven't heard this yet, but previously we used, it seemed like for two or three years, it was always a story. And that is, is Daniil going to show up for training camp with his contract? Like previously, Pro- prob- he- Probably not, yeah. Okay, so now it becomes more plausible. But I'm telling you, I have fallen in love with the idea of in-season trades now because they're doable. And you're, you're going to get a, you know, at that point in time, if, if you find a team, and Daniil's playing well, that needs an edge rusher, and you are in-season, and those guys are hard to find, 
now I got you. Now I probably can get potentially a first, but for sure a second. But part of the problem with waiting, though, is now you're letting another draft go by. Now you're now you're okay. Now you're kicking, stocking the cupboards into 2024 if yes. you don't make a trade in the next five or six yes. weeks. I'm trying to reverse engineer this though from how the Vikings operate. Like I, I like, I liked the, I, I loved the idea last year. Hell, we talked about this. Thielen, Harrison Smith, Kendricks. Like their aging is not a surprise. Like it didn't. It's not like they woke up and like now I'm old. I can't play it as well. We talked about this on this show, and the Wilfs basically said to Quazy and O'Connell, "The mission here is to win with what we, we have," and they did in the regular season, and that's the problem. The Wilfs are happy with that. The Wilfs are happy with that. But, yes, I um, I don't love the idea of trading him, but there's a lot of things around him that certainly could transpire that would make it worth examining. I just wonder, I guess my question is this, how far are they willing to strip down this defense? Because so, some of it now is inevitable. It's going to have to happen. I think it makes too much sense not to trade him. Uh, you can get out of the contract situation. He's not going to report. Teams are going to overpay for him. I think it makes too much sense. The writing is on the wall. You don't have to worry about... You would or you, I you would, would trade I him? I would. I would okay. trade him. I would trade him in a heartbeat, to be honest. I think it makes too much sense for them to trade him. They have to trade him. Some team's going to come asking for a pass rusher. It's an elite position. You don't have to worry about paying this guy. And I think the idea of waiting until the trade deadline... like I, If I can get a guaranteed second and that is a conditional first or even there's more compensation attached in the years after draft, I do that. I, I, I do that right now. Um, I think it makes too much sense to trade him, and this defense is not good enough to just rely. Well, keep Daniil Hunter there, who is their best defender, no doubt. Like going into next season, Daniil Hunter is obviously their best defensive player, but also they could get a draft haul for him, and they don't have to pay him. I think it makes a lot of sense to trade him. You know, I would call, go look for like teams that are frustrated because they're not competing for a Super Bowl, but they think they should be that don't get pressure on the quarterback. The Denver Broncos are in too deep with Russell Wilson, if, especially if they bring Sean Payton on board. Mm-hmm. You know, they had one of the lowest pressure rates in the year last year, uh, uh, in the league last year. I'd call the Broncos. I'd call the Ravens had the sixth worst pressure rate in the NFL last year. Um, they got some sacks, but I, I would literally call teams, the, the Chargers. Okay, your defense, could you put another edge rusher on the other side of the field? and and just go even even further into the Brandon Staley uh, era, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would just, I would not rule this out because he's Daniel, but he's Daniel Hunter. He's been here for eight years. Oh, I agree. He well, yeah. is he is banged up. He missed almost two full seasons, and he is about to hit the elite edge rusher age cliff. And if you can get first, second, third round draft capital for him in an edge rusher friendly draft, mind you, and swap him out for a 22-year-old for a lot less money, that's what I would do. I mean, I like the idea. I'm just talking from how the Vikings work and operate. Unless he says, I'm not showing up, I don't see him doing it. it makes Why it would of... he show up though? Don't you have like, that's if you're, well, you're going to reverse thing. engineer, let's reverse engineer it all the way. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering he's not going to talk he, about this. His base yeah. salary is like $4.9 million. Yeah. He ain't showing up for that. Well, so it... he, ha- he has to either get a new contract in the next five or six weeks or in the next six months 
or you have to trade him. Those well, are the if, two. Those are the two options. If that gets out and that's the, the case, then yes, I think it becomes much more plausible to, to trade him. I'm just saying, as things are right now, when Dalvin Cook, I think is is likely gone. Thielen ideally is gone. Kendricks is gone. Harrison Smith's a decision. Patrick Peterson's not going to return. I just wonder how much this this ownership group group can stomach of moves because you know. Keep in mind, one of the things with Ryan Poles, Ryan Poles, I heard, was their first choice. And the two things were Poles basically priced himself out, so the Bears paid him more than the Vikings were willing to. And the second thing was he wanted to blow it up sky high. And, I mean, as you guys know, I'm all for that if it's done right. But the problem is when you look at how this team works, if you're saying – and I really think that Quasi has to go to the Wilson and say, Dalvin's got to be gone. Thielen, I'd like to get out of. Kendricks has got to be gone. Harrison Smith's a discussion for yeah. sure. Um, I just don't know how far the Wilfs can go. But if Daniil does call them or his representatives do and say, we need an extension, we're not going to show up. Again, you know, the, the whole off-season program BS. I'm not going to come in and lift weights, and I don't care about that. And I might show up for the three-day camp. All right, then you've got a discussion that I think can open an entry point to a, a potential trade uh, before the draft. I think I, I almost feel like people are sort of misconstruing what like a reset or a rebuild would look like with this collection. Keep in mind, if again, the defense with veterans was among the worst in the NFL. So there's nothing to lose by just nuking the defense, including Daniel Hunter, by the way. Like it's, it can't get much worse. And you'll find other other guys will step up schematically. Like, I'm not saying Patrick Jones will be Daniil Hunter, but if you give that dude a thousand snaps, he'll get some pressures, right? If you draft an edge rusher, you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll find a way to, to create some pressure. On the offensive side of the ball, you literally have two of the best tackles in the NFL, Brian O'Neill, Christian Derrissaw. You've got two of the best pass-catching weapons in Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. And as of right now, you also have a top 10 to 12 quarterback in the NFL and Kirk Cousins. So you're sort of like, you're not, if you're the Wilfs, you're not going to be that bad. Your schedule might make it tough, but you're not going to totally train wreck with offensive-minded coach, those pieces on offense. You got a decent, you know, set of pillars to build around. And the main ones to build around are all, like I said, between 23 and 25 years old. O'Neal's a little older. He's 26, 27, but he'll play for another five more years. Oh, God, yeah. So, wouldn't you then want to take as much of the rest of the assets in the team and get as young, explosive, fast, yeah. athletic, healthy as possible and bring in a bunch of really good players and assets that are between the ages of 22, 23, 21, 22, 23? To me, it, it's, it's almost like a no-brainer to me that you would do this. Why, like, what is your The only reason why you wouldn't do this is if you're just trying to desperately cling to one more year of – Kirk, Daniil. The known. Yeah, the, I guess the known. But what's so bad about the unknown when you've got Jefferson, Hawkinson, Derrissaw, O'Neal? Like, you've got pillars. So get younger, more athletic, healthier. So in their mind, and I'm telling you how they, they think, because, again, I disagree. But in their mind, the known allows them to, for instance, win 13 games in 2022. So that's the known. And then they think, and I mean, this is the flawed thing. They think if we get into the tournament, we have a chance. And they didn't. 
and they didn't exactly and that but that's the thing but they say oh no no we'll do the same thing next year potentially and that's where crazy has to step in and say guys no uh loyalty is great when guys show back up in their suits and ties or their sweats and are on the sideline talking to the ven sideline reporter loyalty is awesome but when it comes to the actual okay we're going to continue to bring these guys back that's where it becomes a problem but i mean there's no question we are now in an era where the vikings are trying to bring guys back based on how they feel about them not what the production is there's no metric there is no metric available that says you should have ever signed Thielen to that extension. Then why even have a front office? If well, then why even hire Quasi? If that's what if the if the ownership is going to meddle on that level and say, hey, you def- we we love how innovative you are. We love that you look at this in a different way, like a like a Wall Street guy would. But uh, here's six edicts that you have to stick to. Right. right. We, to, we want to guys be back. our GM. Well, I mean, then okay, then they're idiots. Hire well, smart people to run your team. Do you think? Do you think a smart asset manager mind like Quasi looks at a bunch of aging defenders? He also knows the age cliff thing with edge rushers and running backs, and says yeah. more Dalvin Cook, more twenty nine, thirty year old edge rusher guys. No, he knows. So I think you're right. I think the the this is where the, to me the grass isn't always greener. It's definitely greener if you do these things. <laughs> Get rid of old aging players, bring in young players, leverage those players to whatever assets you can, even if it's fourth round picks, rip the bandaid off and, and and see what the future brings across the board. I I agree completely. And, and this also, and I've started to see this already. I see it on Twitter. I see it in columns. And this is the worst part is already. I'm starting to see as far as trying to bring guys back, Rob Brzezinski, their cap guy will make it work. You know what? Rob is fantastic, and we've talked about Rob before. He's one of the best in the league at what he does. But there's a price to pay, which I'm sure he's told them every time you do that. Every Mm -hmm. time you kick the – you know what? You can work – you can restructure Thielen, and you can keep him. Okay, that's awesome. But this whole thing of – but the salary cap's fake is BS. No, it's very real. It catches up to you. And that's the thing is Rob does a great job, but I feel like that's become the, well, he'll make it work, so we should do it. No. At some point in time, somebody has to tell you, we need to clear guys off our books. That might be Cook, Thielen, Smith, go down that entire list. So, yeah, I am – the Hunter thing, I'd like to see what the return would potentially be. That being said, overall, with what you're saying, Phil, I agree completely. And this has been my thing is this is how you build a new team. This is how you build a team that is going to be different. You don't just replace Mm -hmm. the coach and GM and say, but we want to keep you know, these five, these 10 players. So to put a bow on this, I want to pull the room here. Let's say, just looking at some of the other price tags that we brought up, let's say it's not a first, but let's say it's a second and a third. Someone offers you a second and a third for Daniil Hunter. Yes or no? A second and third in this draft. So I, I make the trade before this draft. Yeah, I'd and it'd, probably be, it'd probably be a contender. So it'd be like a I late mean, second, late third. I don't have a second round pick right now. Um, yes, assuming that he wants a reworked contract, and I'm going to assume that until we, we hear that's not the case. Uh, if he wants a reworked contract again with my cap situation, actually, I'd probably do it. I think I'd do it. Uh, I'd like a little more compensation, but I, I, I'm i not going to split hairs for the sake of it. I think I'd probably do this trade as well. 
I do, do it as too. well. Yeah, I, definitely yeah, I don't think you'll get a first. first. I think you're right about that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't think that you would get a first right now. So this would leave you with a first, a second, and two thirds in this yep. year's draft. It would it would help restock the the cupboards. I will say I will say this about the position he plays though. Like this is what this is one of those that's hard to find. It is so like like but when he, we're but, talking about, but he's not going to be 23 again. So right, but I'm just saying, you know what, Cook, see ya, Thielen, see ya. Kendricks, hey, it's been great, but bye-bye. Harrison Smith, who I think is, you know, uh, bye. I, I mean, Hunter plays a Hunter plays a spot where if you're going to replace him eventually, you got to have really good scouts. Yeah. So we'll see. Some of this stuff will start to materialize in the next few weeks, whether they're going to get into a discussion with him about contract or trade. Uh, a shout-out to our uh, crazy cousins, crusaders, friends here. Of Purple Daily, the crazy Canadian Cousins Crusaders reached out a couple months back and said, why don't we bring everyone together here for a good cause? Donating money. Kirk Cousins Charity. KirkCousins.org. So we've been asking people on Vikings Ventline the last few weeks, um, whether you're a Cousins Crusader or a Cousins Hater, if you will, go to his website, his uh, charity website, KirkCousins.org. Five bucks, 50 bucks, whatever you got. And uh, put in the little comment that you are one of the Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily so they know where it's coming from. And also a shout-out to our friends at Nutrisource. Maya Mackey was uh, very excited early this morning for her breakfast. But was still. And, uh, like, she did this thing where she, like, got up on her hind legs and was, like, airboxing. With, I'm like, wow, you're yeah. doing, like, new physical motions because you love the uh, chicken and rice food from Nutrisource so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stells did the same thing. I think she was up at about um, ooh, what, what was it, six fifteen, and said, "You know what, Pop Pop, you get downstairs right now and get me my Nutrisource." And then she got up at seven and said, "Now it's time for a treat as well." Uh, but here's the best part: she went to the vet last week, twelve years young, and the vet said she's in great shape. Digestive health is fantastic, and that's because our friends from Nutrisource have the formula that helps with with that. And you know what? If she's healthy and happy, we're happy too. So that's yep. the way to go. Nutrisourcepetfoods.com to find your Nutrisource retailer, Nutrisourcepetfoods.com. This has been a bonus episode. Let us know. Would you consider the crazy idea of trading a 28-year-old Daniil Hunter? Let us know in the Purple Daily YouTube comment section. Please click the subscribe button and the like button, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily.